Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wanted to uh, pick up where we left off talking about this Eastern Conference semi between the Bucks and the Heat and get the view from the other side of things. Check in with Jeff DeForest, morning host from 940 WINZ in Miami. How are you this afternoon, Jeff? Couldn't be better. It's always an honor to be on the Bill Michaels show. He is the big maca of the Midwest, and uh, we've heard nothing but great things about you and your days in Milwaukee. So uh, thanks so much for having me on the program. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. I, I appreciate that. We'll see if you still feel that way at the, at the end of this interview. Am yeah, I, I was going to ask you, was it coincidence that I followed a commercial for a criminal defense attorney? <laughs> they follow me everywhere I go, Jeff. They're my most loyal sponsor. Uh, <laughs> am I am I being disrespectful to the Heat or taking them too lightly? If if I was to say, and maybe I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks when I fill in for Bill, that they probably present the greatest challenge to the Bucks in the Eastern Conference. This series maybe goes six games, possibly even seven. But I got the Bucks in the finals already and coming out of the East. Am I am I getting ahead of myself and already thinking beyond this Heat team? Well, I understand the sentiments, uh, seeing as uh, you originate there from uh, Wisconsin. But, um, you know, that's a common wisdom. And we know the NBA is a chalk league. Uh, the question is, do the Heat have the goods? Uh, a lot of people do think along those same lines. I did a bunch of interviews today with different people from around basketball. And naturally, we were anticipating this matchup. Uh, building up uh, as uh, they got into the bubble, and we saw that they were actually going to get to the postseason. And, yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to get into some analytics, I mean, uh, it's not like I'm the Bill James of basketball, but it seems to be common knowledge that the way to beat the Milwaukee Bucks is to hoist up a lot of threes and hit a high percentage. Now, right. you don't have to be Mike D'Antoni to figure out that uh, if you hit a high percentage of many hoisted threes, you're probably going to have a pretty good chance to win a ball game. So they would have to be able to do that. They're, they're certainly capable. They have a number of guys uh, that can get hot and stay hot. They've been getting some great play lately from Goran Dragic, who was uh, coming off the bench almost all season until just recently, and he's been spectacular. And Jimmy Butler has bought into the Heat culture uh, as if, uh, I don't know, he's probably too young to remember those Herman Hess novels where it was man's search for himself, but he certainly has found himself in the right spot here and it fits everything that the Heat are all about to a T. And the other thing that goes into that theory about beating the Bucks is that your role players have to outplay the Bucks' role players, which seems like, I uh, mean, this may be an insult. I hope I'm not, you know, out of line here, but it seems like everybody pretty much is a role player around the freak. Whereas on this Heat team, essentially everybody does play a very defined role, and they play it very well. So do they have enough guns to uh, outman the other guys on the Milwaukee Bucks if they contain the freak? Maybe so, but, uh, you know, most people are feeling the same way you are. That uh, It's going to be the Bucks in six or seven. I, I, I'm in there uh, giving the Heat a shot, so I think they can take it to a seventh game, and we all know that when game seven comes around, anything can happen, and there's no home court advantage for the Bucks in this one. 
talking with Jeff DeForest of WINZ in Miami here on the Bill Michaels Show. What prompted that change of putting Goran Dragic into the starting lineup, and, and what did that change for the Miami Heat in terms of, in terms of the, the actual play on the court, Jeff? You know, it's funny. When Goran Dragic signed here, and Pat Riley went through a time where people thought he was insane, that he had lost his mind. Uh, the Heat had that horrible first half of the season a couple of years ago where they went 11-30, and 30. And then they turned it around and went 30-11. and 11. And Riley, as much as he could be known as a hard guy and a hard-line guy in basketball and dealings, uh, just ask Anthony Carter's agent uh, about that many years ago when he cut him the second that his facts didn't come through to renew his contract and or uh, take the option that he had out there. And he just got rid of the guy. So he could be very cold-hearted, but he's also extremely loyal. And he saw what those guys did a few years ago, Dion Waiters, James Johnson and Hassan Whiteside he had uh, to have a big decision on, and unfortunately he decided to give all of them uh, near-max deals, which uh, was a disaster. And we thought the Heat were finished at that point. He also, at that time, had Goran Dragic on the roster, who he had signed for $80 million for four years, and a lot of people thought that was a mistake. But Dragic turned out to be a solid performer. Now every scrub in the NBA is making $20 million a year, so he seems like a bargain. Kendrick Nunn had tailed off, and the coaches had lost faith in having him in there on a regular basis, even though he was having a spectacular rookie year through the halfway point. Uh, they decided to make a switch. They put Dragic in the starting lineup once they got to the bubble. Uh, he's just continued to play brilliantly. He would be a candidate, I believe, for sixth man of the year if there was nobody in the league named Lou Williams. And he has done just fine. He's averaging tw 23 and a hook so far and uh, did a great job in the Indiana series. So, uh, that turned out to be a very prudent move by the chess master himself, following in Raleigh's footsteps, uh, Eric Spolster, who turns out to be uh, the Bobby Fisher of coaches so far. Yeah, he's he's been great. And I'll admit, when, when he took over for Pat Riley and he was winning games with, with the Heatles, I went, well, yeah, I mean, you can win championships when you have three Hall of Famers, but this is really Pat Riley's show. He's really proven himself as as a fine, fine head coach with with or without the guidance of Pat Riley there in Miami and, and certainly made a believer out of me, Jeff. Let's talk about Jimmy Butler for a second. I I saw him when he was at Marquette working in, in Milwaukee at the time. I don't know if you know this, Jeff, but in between circling back around to the great state of Wisconsin, had a short stint in, in Minneapolis at the uh, ESPN radio affiliate there, and I got here just as Jimmy Butler was leaving town, and I don't think I need to tell you, he rubbed some folks the wrong way, left a bad taste in some Timberwolves fans here in, in the Twin Cities with the way that he handled things in his short stint with the Timberwolves. What do you think it is about Jimmy Butler that's, that's fit in so well with that heat culture was it that they were that's just the type of organization that they were so he didn't rub anybody the wrong way or have you seen some change in jimmy butler in his time from minnesota and maybe learned from some mistakes before landing there in miami and by the way i apologize for those bleeps coming through on my phone if you're hearing them on the air I know uh, my bookie louis lipschitz is trying to remind me that it's monday and i'm supposed to meet him one o'clock in the graveyard <laughs> He's gone through about six times while I'm on this call. I apologize for that, but uh, it wasn't a great weekend for me. Uh, a lot of money went up in smoke. Uh, I just seemed perfectly suited. I, I was talking on my own show this morning here on the East Coast in Florida with uh, the great Iron Eagle, who, of course, does games for TNT and sure. is on CBS on football and uh, really just about calls everything except UFC. And uh, he was saying that when Dwayne Wade went to Chicago, and Jimmy Butler was on the team, 
uh, Wade, Dwayne Wade was telling him, hey, you're okay. You're just on the wrong team. You should be with the Miami Heat. They believe in everything that you stand for. And a lot of people, you know, think, oh, well, here's just a malcontent and a jerk. He was with the Timberwolves. He wanted out of there right away. And, of course, uh, you know, he was out of Chicago. And uh, everybody thought, well, this guy just doesn't get along with anybody. He was with Philadelphia last year. And, uh, you know, even though they had uh, this big-time team and uh, looked like they might win a championship soon, he wanted out of there. So he wanted to come here. And the Heat have a definitive culture. They recruit a certain type of player. If you don't buy in, uh, they're, they're quick to get rid of you. Nobody's better at getting rid of uh, lame duck type players than Pat Riley. He got rid of a bloated Shaq many years ago, and he still had three years and $60 million on his contract. And he did manage to cut loose all of these guys, uh, James Johnson, Deion Waiters, and Hassan Whiteside. Not easy, uh, let's say, uh, material to unload. Well, once you realize that they're uh, overly paid and uh, not going to produce. So, um, you know, he... he Sold uh, Jimmy Butler on what was going on here, and I think Butler had his eye on being here, and, and that's made the biggest difference. He he wants to play here. He seems to be a selfless player, uh, yet very demanding. He, he was up in the gym at 3.30 in the morning before the season got going, and everybody loves his work ethic, and that's kind of been the M.O. of the Miami Heat, one of the reasons for their prolonged success where they're never really out of it for too long and always seem to find a way to make themselves relevant. And so uh, he was a perfect fit here. Many people thought, though, they would need, and I hate to use this cliche, one more piece to be a legitimate contender. And, and I think that's what we're going to find out in a series against the Bucks. If they can take them to the wire and really make it competitive and maybe even win the series, then you'd have to say that the Heat might have been a team that came of age a year sooner than people expected. That's Jeff DeForest. Mornings, 940 WINZ in Miami. You can follow him on Twitter at Show. And uh, my guest for the last few minutes here on the Bill Michaels Show. Jeff, a real pleasure and an honor, sir. Thank you very much. Oh, pleasure. Yeah, I did a great job. And uh, anytime you guys need me, feel free to call. And our empathies go to the people of Wisconsin there. And we hope there's a quick resolution to this social unrest. And it did seem like the Bucks got a lot of people's attention, a lot of people's attention by boycotting. and went across all sports, including our Marlins game against the Mets the following night. So uh, let's hope there's a speedy conclusion and, and uh, you know, a very peaceful one to all of this unrest that's going on there. Amen, Jeff. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. There's Jeff DeForest joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. They're hiring drivers right now. They work hard, you work hard, and they treat you fair. For 80-plus years, they've been getting it done. Call them at 800-44-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.